We don't just sell leads, we help build law firms. No firm has 100% market share, not even the big guys. To maximize exposure, choose your partners wisely. We connect roughly 5,000 motor vehicle accidents a month across the country. Long-term, most firms get about a three to one return on, on their dollar. Welcome to Personal Injury Mastermind. I'm your host, Chris Dreyer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io, the elite legal marketing agency. Each week, you get insights and wisdom from some of the best in the legal industry. On special Toolkit Tuesdays, we dive deep into conversations with the leading vendors in this legal sphere, the masterminds behind the technologies, services, and strategies that help your law firm not just survive, but thrive in today's competitive landscape. Now, this isn't about selling you the latest software or getting kickbacks from affiliate links. It's about bringing you the best so that you can be the best for your firm, for your staff, for your clients, and for you. This is Toolkit Tuesday on PIM, your weekly guide to staying sharp in the legal world. Get ready to take notes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do me a favor, scroll down to the bottom of the show profile, see the stars at the bottom, tap those five stars. I'll be forever grateful. Let's get started. In 2010, you know, I started a company called Law Info. That's David Goins, SVP of sales at Walker Advertising. Worked there for, you know, five years. We were acquired by Thomson Reuters. So then, you know, transitioned to Fine Law for a long time. My connection to Walker was my old boss at Fine Law worked at Walker. And that was kind of my, my bridge over to Walker and couldn't be happier. David's job is no small task. The agency generates over 38 million impressions per week. Today, we tap into some valuable insights that David has gained over the years. The team works exclusively with plaintiff lawyers and focuses on the vehicle injury space. But the tools David has to share today can be applied to any firm. We get into adopting the changing media landscape and the value of prioritizing long-term relationships over short-term solutions. Here's David Goins, Senior Vice President of Sales at Walker Advertising. We started in 1984 by a um, Court uh, translator who's 19 years old at the time, legal advertising was only around, you know, seven years or so at that point as a joint advertising Southern California thing, connecting primarily Hispanic injury victims. We, we saw, you know, or she saw at that time, you know, just a gap of access to justice within that audience. So that's really been the mission of Walker Advertising is giving a voice to the voiceless and people who may not have access to justice and weren't even part of the system and connecting them to a local attorney. So that's kind of how it started. And we're in all 50 states now. I work primarily with our firms outside of California. Big picture, how we work, we operate, you know, we have our Los Defensores brand. We connect, you know, injury victims directly to our clients. And that's primarily, you know, unbranded advertising from their end. We have a call center with about 100 agents. We're vetting the calls, you know, for 10, 15 minutes. They're meeting the qualifiers that we agree upon. You know, we're, we're transferring those, you know, live transfer phone calls over, over to firms. So that's really the deliverable that we're offering the firms. And we're kind of have that juggling a consumer facing brand where we, we have a responsibility to our consumer and, and finding them, you know, the right attorney to, to be connected to. So it takes a, an additional level, you know, a vetting of who we're working with, making sure, you know, that the firm's getting a great ROI. So we're kind of doing that juggle. You guys hit 38 million impressions per week, per week, guys, across major media channels uh, in 2019. If a firm works with you and it is, it is lead gen, they are getting, but you're doing the cases. So it's the qualified leads. You would work through your brand driving the traffic and, and maybe that's how you get economies of scale to probably do things that other businesses can't do, so to speak. 
hundred percent. Yeah. And we work, you know, with firms of all shapes and sizes, a lot of large TV players. And what we say is, you know, it's, it's not necessarily an either or it's an and the reality is they're calling us because they don't know you. So it's just connecting that dot. And a lot of times our clientele is great future referral sources. Once they're in your sphere, you know, then their cousin has a case, they're going to call you, they're not going to call back us. Right. Everyone, you know, whether it's SEO or Google Ads, we all have these tactical approaches. But big picture, what kind of channels are you finding to be most successful for plaintiff attorneys? Yeah, I mean, when the company started, you know, it was 100% TV. And then obviously, you know, people aren't watching TV how they were before. So we adapt and, you know, big picture, it's where are the eyeballs and let's follow the eyeballs. We've toyed, you know, with things like TikTok and stuff like that uh, with varying success. But I mean, we're constantly adapting. I'd say now we're in a world where we're probably 60% digital, 40% traditional. Wow. And w- would you include OTT on the on the digital side? Mm-hmm. Would you, is that how you would classify it? Yeah. So, you know, I, I personally, you know, am a big YouTube TV guy and, you know, I'll see our, our ads on those commercial breaks. And we definitely leverage those in addition to our own branded Facebook advertising and Instagram and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of Google branded TPC as well. You know, Google ads, you said you specialize in motor vehicle accidents. And are you finding, again, I'm not trying to convey your, your secrets, right, that it's still a great channel for picking up car accidents and the motor vehicle accidents. Because if you go after those head terms, those big transactionals, and in some markets, it's going to be minimum $300 per click. Yeah, I, I, I think that we, we do get a lot through Google PPC and it is you know expensive. We do have a certain economies of scale just because we spend so much and we have such a big machine and we work closely with Google. So we definitely have a big enough engine that the train's moving and, and creates an opportunity for firms rather than you know starting from ground zero just because we've had so much momentum. It is cost prohibitive, but we do a lot of national buys and stuff like that too on the TV front. We spend enough with Google that I, I think we do get, we have smart people, people smarter than me on, on, on the tech end of how they do. I just know, you know that they're getting it done on, on that front. I think those economies of scale and the data that you have probably really helps because if you're all if you're working out of one campaign manager, you did just continue to refine your data and improve your ad sets and your ad groups. And, and a lot of it, you know, is just having the stomach to withstand a couple bad months, a bit, couple bad quarters, and just having the long term approach of it not being, you know, like a all chips in, you know, let's see what happens next month. If it doesn't work, I'm never doing it again. We're in for the long haul. We know it's going to level out eventually. So let's paint the picture. Let's say uh, St. Louis is the closest city to me. Let's say I'm a St. Louis PI attorney and we come to you. Like, what, what's, what's the process in this the early conversation with Walker? Yeah, by and large, you know, we want to see where, where there's a potential gap, where we can help, potentially help. See if it makes sense on both sides. We're, we're big on finding long-term partners, not looking for short-term solutions on either side. So, we, you know, we, we don't have contracts, which is pretty rare, you know, in our space. It's with that, you know, most of our clients have been with us, you know, five plus years. So we're pretty selective of who we work with. But, you know, what we look for is what does growth look like if it's, you know, 20 cases a month or if it's if it's 100 cases a month, you know, and you're in a small DMA, you know, we may not be the right solution, or we could be if it's if it's the right DMA. So j- just seeing what their growth projections are, and if our solution could potentially satisfy that, we go in eyes wide open, usually let them know, you know, this is going to take three months before you can really assess what this is, and make sure that they have the stomach for that. And you know, the vision for that to give the program a fair shake, because the reality is, is, is we we connect 
roughly 5,000 motor vehicle accidents a month across the country. I know what the statistics are. I know how many of those are commercial policies. I know how many of those are serious injuries. But for those statistics to have any significance, like you need to have a, a good enough sample size and be on the program long enough to, to see some of that fruit. So make sure you know that we're, we're like-minded with a partner. I'd say that is probably mission number one. That's fantastic. So you'll come in and have the transparent conversation on, hey, what's the investment look like for this market? And kind of just general, just because of your data and experience, you at least give some ballpark estimates that you can kind of expect. Long term, most firms get about a three to one return on, on their dollar with us. Results may vary, right? Like we can't guarantee, but that's what we're seeing across the country. That's what we think you would be in position to get. And in order to do that, we need to make sure that we have your intake locked in. We have your procedures locked in, you know, give this a fair shake. You know, we'll, we'll deliver the fastball across the plate, but you know, you got to swing the bat and we, we got to help you give you some batting tips occasionally, but we will want to make sure it's in a position where, where you succeed. Equally important, you know, that our consumers are getting access to a great firm. Before you go spending loads of cash on ads, you got to make sure your intake is dialed in. If your intake process is not streamlined, you may struggle to convert them into signed clients, even if your campaigns generate a high volume of leads. Advertising campaigns require a significant financial investment, and you want to make the most out of that investment. A strong intake sets a solid foundation for success, ensuring that your advertising efforts yield the desired results and drive sustainable growth for your law firm. We don't just sell leads, we help build law firms. And, you know, a big part of that is like, let's, we need to practice what we preach. And a big part of that is developing that foundation of, of the house. And a lot of times that starts with helping, you know, with intake. Once intake's dialed in, it, maybe it'll help with ongoing educational opportunities and support where they can maximize, you know, case results. You know, we're, we're really big in the mild TBI world, making sure that issues are identified. And if we can lend one little nugget that's going to help turn one case, it'll, it'll pay off. You are treated as a partner and extension of the firm. I love that. Let's circle back around to the, the Hispanic marketing. Walker, you mentioned that specializes in Hispanic marketing. How has the market potential changed over the past decade or so? It's grown exponentially. You know, I, I think um, there'll be the projections are it's going to surpass 50% in the you know, next five years. I would say the user profile is changing a little bit. The first generation, you know, doesn't speak a lick of English is a smaller percentage. A lot of it is going to be people who consume media on both sides. They may watch soccer or something on Univision, but they also may be watching, you know, OTT English programs as well. So a lot of the, the user profile has changed. We're getting a lot more, you know, second, third generation Hispanic callers. I would say across the board, you know, it used to be, you know, if you don't have Spanish intake, we may not be the right solution. Now it's pretty much if you don't have Spanish intake, you probably are still could be a potential client. You know, so when I think of Spanish markets, I think of like Houston and, and some of these other markets. But what what about I mean, are these markets where your services isn't as effective because the community don't they don't have a large uh, Hispanic population? It pretty much follows the population, right? So like, you know, California, obviously, is, is our largest market. But after that, I'm in Dallas. It's Texas and Florida are our next two biggest markets. And then, you know, the New York, the Illinois, Georgia is a, is a huge market that's growing a lot within the Hispanic community. But you're right. You know, if it's South Dakota or something, we're, we're not going to get 
many Hispanic calls, but we're probably not getting a ton of English calls either, just because, you know, it's a much smaller, you know, population base. So, you know, the recently Florida had the the big tort changes and a lot of their value could be decreased for certain firms. So have you seen like maybe Walker could be a solution to maybe try out different markets or reach a different audience uh, to kind of hedge against that? Um, is there anything there just since that's such a top of mind topic? I think definitely, you know, I, I see a lot of parallels between what's going on in Florida and, you know, the early days of COVID. You see people's risk tolerance and, 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 you know, some are going to pack up shops. Some are going to hit the brakes. Others are going to hold the line. Others are going to get bullish and see it as, as kind of a land grab opportunity to, to gain more market share. What happened to us in COVID is it was actually a good opportunity for us. We had a decrease, you know, 20% or so volume nationwide for a while. We still had consistent high volume across the country and. It gave an opportunity where a lot of firms who were previously, you know, I don't work with anyone else. I, I just work off of referrals. Well, a lot of referral relationships dried up a little bit during the pandemic when no one, you know, is out and about. And we were the lifeblood for a lot of firms like that and have, you know, maintained those relationships post-COVID. And, and I kind of see up some similarities in what's going on in Florida. There's a lot of unknown, you know, is case value going to go down, you know, X percent. A lot of it's just guesswork at this point. But I know what our volume is. Most of our partners, we haven't lost a partner. You know, every, everyone's staying the course. Everyone has eyes wide open, you know, to see see what's going to happen. But regardless of what's happened, I, I know the consistency that we offer and, and how we can be a potential life raft given any environmental situation. As a follow-up to that, and and I love hearing that, the language you're using is is partner. You have these long-term relationships. And it's the question that every agency you're hit with all the time, like is, is the geographic exclusivity. Do you limit who you work with in a market? Is some markets, maybe you work with multiple because you have enough leads in that market or in other markets, you're just, Hey, we can support one individual. How do you approach that question? Cause I know a lot of our audience is thinking that, and that will come up. Sure. Yeah. So we, we don't have exclusivity for the very reason that with being a consumer facing brand, we want to make sure that our consumers have multiple options of firms that they can potentially work with. How we do that ethically and make sure everyone has a fair shot is, you know, it's all based on just a round robin rotation. You know, it's going to be influenced by their intake hours when they're receiving calls, things of that nature. But everyone, you know, the algorithm, you know, points out to the call center, you know, this firm's up net to connect this call to this firm. We don't offer exclusivity, but it is a big role of making sure that we don't oversell a market based upon current volume that we're getting. So we set that expectation up. Hey, you know what? You want 10 cases. Realistically, it's going to take two weeks or three weeks or, or whatever it may be. So we kind of set that on the front end. We have markets we're generating, you know, 600 qualified calls a month. Other markets are significantly smaller. So it's really just about where they're at. We're a premium solution. We're, we're not competing on price. We're competing on quality. And, you know, it, it's a certain segment of the market that we're going to work with. But, you know, if the results are there, people will benefit from the relationship. We don't need to lock them into contracts. And even, you know, the Morgan Morgans, they're missing cases. And no firm has all 100% market share. These are cases, you know, that they don't know who to call. They're calling us. We're doing that handoff. It's just another pond to fish from, from a firm's perspective, a, another channel that they could potentially help people and then also, you know, reach and exceed their, their business goals. Thanks so much to David for all the great insights he shared today. If you'd like to get in touch with David, 
walkeradvertising.com is, is a great place, you know, to learn more and reach out to us. Um, additionally, you know, we're, we're at most, you know, legal conferences. We're out and about. We'd love to meet our client base, get to know them in person and, and how we potentially can support. As consumption patterns change, you got to shift where and how you invest. David likes to split marketing budget 60-40. 60% goes to digital media and 40% goes to traditional channels. But remember, they can leverage economies of scale to get the best prices nationwide. So spend wisely. Marketing is a long game. You have to be willing to withstand bad months or bad quarters. It's that consistency that will help you get to the top. And of course, before you spend big on marketing, make sure your house is in order. Dial in your intake and make sure you're getting the most value out of the leads you already got. All right, everybody. Those are the takeaways for today's toolkit. If you learned something valuable today, leave me a five-star review. And for more insights from our amazing guests, check out the show notes. Thanks for listening to Personal Injury Mastermind with me, Chris Stryer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io.